One, two, one, two. All righty, guys. Welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Let me open my kombucha here. So, um, kombucha is becoming more and more popular in Australia and it is really good for your gut. And I've been drinking a lot of them because it's kind of sugar-free. Um, it has live bacteria in it, which are good for your immune system, for your gut, everything like that. What is it called here? Bachelus coagulans. There you go. Probiotic culture. And it is just ubiquitous now in Australia. It's all over the place. You can find it everywhere. So, guys, welcome to this episode of Walking with Pete, where once again, I am not walking, but instead sitting on my bum in my office, which, as you can probably see if you're watching this as a video, um, it's pretty bare. <laughs> so, uh, let's see if I can turn the, the uh, computer around. You'll probably see in the background here that everything is packed into boxes because we are in the process of moving house. So, it is currently, if I can check the date just to make sure, it's the 18th today. So, we will be moving in exactly one week into our new house, which is uh, exciting. We can get to that in a bit. The main reason that I wanted to do today's episode was just to give you a bit of an update on things. As you guys know, I like to sort of share my life, let you know what I'm up to, let you know the news, family, um, you know, ha habits, hobbies, everything like that that I'm up to. And plans for 2021. So, I have just dropped Noah off at daycare. He's a little rascal. So, he is there at a family daycare in a nearby suburb near Geelong. So, I drive him in there. And um, meanwhile, my wife is at the hospital. So, I don't think that I've mentioned any of this stuff on the podcast yet, but- we had some actually really bad news when Kel went for her last ultrasound um, for, well, checking checking the growth and progression of our baby. Um, she's currently seven months old inside of um, Kel, obviously. Kel hasn't given birth yet. But so, we went in to get an ultrasound. I think it was the 28th week ultrasound to just check growth and it took forever. And then after that, they pretty much said, go to the hospital now. You need to go. You need to go right now. You know, I think Kel was like, oh, can I go later? <laughs> is, it, is it really that urgent? And they were like, right away, you need to go to the hospital now. So, it turns out that the baby was too small and hadn't been growing, um, was in like the second percentile. So, for any of you guys who know a bit about statistics, um, baby sizes, for example, will fall on a bell curve, you know, the- the 50th percentile is average, the 95th percentile is, um, you know, everyone in the top 5%, the 5th percentile is the lowest 5% of that bell curve. So, our baby was in the second percentile for growth. Um, so, in the smallest baby out of every 50 babies was the size of Joanna. So, that, that's the name we're going to give our baby. So, cat's out of the bag there. Joanna, Joanna. Easy to say, both in Portuguese and English. So, we went to the hospital. Kel was there for like six hours getting tests, getting monitored, checking the baby. Um, she came home. She was pretty upset, obviously. I mean, we both were pretty upset, but Kel definitely a lot more um, upset for obvious reasons. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty hard news, pretty difficult news to deal with because you kind of- 
She was blaming herself the whole time, thinking she'd done something wrong. She hadn't been eating well, you know, all that sort of stuff where the doctors were saying, you know, this is unavoidable. It's not really your fault. It could be uh, a genetic issue. It could, ble- it could be a placental issue, um, you know, where the placenta has attached to the uterus. But when they did all of the monitoring, the tests, everything looks fine. So, that's the sort of good news that's come out in the last- week or so of them doing a bunch of these tests, they've found that she's incredibly healthy. She looks proportionately normal. She doesn't look like she's got any genetic issues. Um, We've had to have, well, Kel's had to have the amniotic test where they put a needle into her stomach and, and pull out a bit of the fluid inside the placenta in order to check the genetics again, um, just to be sure. Because there is a very slim chance, by the sounds of it, that there could be some kind of genetic issue, in which case we would potentially have to consider termination. And again, that's not something either of us wants to think about. And I think because it's so late in the pregnancy, the only possible way that that would ever happen is if the- um, if Joanna had some kind of genetic issue and it was terminal, like she would die as soon as she was born sort of thing. So, you know- Horrible stuff to kind of think about, but fingers crossed that's not the case. So, Kel is currently at the hospital now. She has to go in now twice a week um, to get monitored because if anything suddenly changes, we'll have to get the baby delivered um, for the baby's sake. Long story short, although this story has kind of gone long, um, it seems like everything's okay. She's just small. So, the the more that Kel has had checkups and these procedures and monitoring, it seems like Joanna's just small. She seems incredibly healthy. She's kicking a lot. Um, She just seems very small. So, fingers crossed everything's going to go well. We are having to consider- well, not consider, but she's having to go to Melbourne tomorrow um, because if if Joanna is delivered early, if she is very small, Melbourne- uh, women's hospital, I think, or the children's hospital there is where the- it, it's the best place in Victoria, probably Australia, for um, small baby care. So, it will be most likely that Joanna will be born in Melbourne and we have to sort of go up there and deal with all that. So, that has been an interesting start to 2021. That is definitely a, a big spanner that has been thrown in the works, right? There's a good expression for you guys. If you throw a spanner in the works, like the workings of a machine, obviously, you're going to have a lot of problems. Things aren't going to work smoothly. Um, So, that has been a big spanner thrown in the works. To add insult to injury, another expression for you guys, which is kind of like to make things worse, we're currently having to move house, as you guys know. So, we found that out beforehand before the stuff with Joanna, where our landlords, as you will have heard if you'd listened to the Kel and Pete recap 2020 episode on the podcast, and it was on uh, Aussie English TV YouTube channel, the new YouTube channel. Go check that out. Subscribe to that. But um, what was I saying? Lost my train of thought. Yeah, so we were having to move out. The landlord had effectively requested that we leave by February the 8th because they want their son- to move in and have the house. Um, it can't be done legally. We kind of pushed back a little bit, but realizing that this is what they want to do, we started looking for places anyway, because, you know, as soon as they could do it legally, they were going to ask us to leave. 
we found somewhere, fortunately. So, woohoo! Um, we have that lined up in a suburb called Kerr Lewis. It's not in Ocean Grove, unfortunately, within 100 metres of my parents and my sister and her family, as we currently are. <laughs> so, we will definitely miss that kind of convenience in terms of um, familial living area, right? It was very easy for Kel to be able to go to these places with Noah when I was at work or when I'm working at home. So, we'll definitely miss that, but it's a newer house. It's a bigger house. It's a beautiful house. It's in a safe suburb. So, we are definitely looking forward to moving there. It's going to have a big garage, which I'm really pumped. I'm really excited to have because I want to set up a home gym. I want to also have some decent area for storage and I'm still yet to decide where I'm going to put the new uh, podcast slash studio office thing for me. So, this is a cool- it's a cool bed- bedroom. It's a cool house with four bedrooms and uh, each of which is pretty big. I tried to convince Kel to give me the ensuite as the um, Aussie English studio, but she wasn't having it. <laughs> she didn't agree to that. So, looks like I'll have to pick one of the other three bedrooms. But yeah, definitely pumped. That's in a week, as I said. Let me get a, a swig of kombucha here. Um, so, at the moment, yeah, we're trying to get ahead of everything, trying to get ahead of everything, trying to be organized, packing everything up. Man, I've got a lot of whiskey in boxes. I've got a lot of books in boxes. Um, I'm trying to get healthy at the moment too. So, I've been working out quite a bit. I've got- I bought a bench and some weights, a bench, like a workout bench. So, the thing that you'll see at the gym, you can sit on, you know, you get a flat bench or an incline bench. And so, I've been doing that quite a bit and getting into bodybuilding. And I know, I know, guys, I know you're going to be thinking, ugh, lame, bodybuilding, why would you do that? Look, I'm not going to try and be Mr. Olympus. That's not my goal. Um, or Mr. Galaxy, whatever it's called, shows how much I know about bodybuilding. The goal at the moment is more to build muscle mass for me personally, so that then I can clean up my diet. I can start eating clean leaner food without as much junk, junk food and fat and everything like that. And because of the extra muscle mass, I'll then more easily lose weight, lose the fat that I have on me. So, that's the plan currently, at least with working out. I was at a gym, but I sort of decided to try and maybe flesh out my home gym, you know, lash out a bit of money, invest in a home gym because it's going to make my life a little easier. I can just go back and forth between the studio and the garage to work out. Saves me time. It will cost me a little more in the in the sort of short term. But I was sort of deciding, you know, do I renew my gym membership in Ocean Grove? Then we had to move house and I'm like, I don't know where we're going to be living. So, maybe instead of spending, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a gym membership here in this suburb, I will lash out and get some gym equipment and work out from home. So, I've sort of gone down that route, which has been interesting. It's been fun trying to work out how to do things effectively at home without all of the luxury that is a gym with all the different equipment that it has. And then apart from that, what's what else has been going on? I've been working like crazy um, on Aussie English with my team. So, big thanks to the Filipinos, Kate and Francis. Kate is my right-hand woman. She's my virtual assistant who does- a lot of the organization, the scheduling of posts and videos, the uploading of all that stuff, the organizing of my team, the communication with my team. Francis is doing a great job. He is my video and podcast editor. 
So, he's working his butt off trying to skill skill up, upskill, uh, improve his skills and um, is, is pumping out a lot of material, which is great. You know, I couldn't do this without him. And then we also have my two dudes in India who are working hard on the website, the app. Um, and what have we got news-wise there? I invested a bunch of money recently in an application that you guys will have seen for the podcast that you can get on iPhone and Android. But as you will have noticed, you can only listen to the episodes currently on there. The next step is obviously to keep investing and try and create something where you will be able to access all the content through the website as if you were on the website, but obviously through the application. Seems like an easy task. Seems like a something very simple. You know, it's a simple idea. It is not a simple thing to set up. <laughs> so, I recently spent several thousands of dollars buying the, um, I guess you would call it the early bird release. So, they haven't released it yet, but they've asked you to pay up front for the application uh, that goes with the- I'm trying to think of how I can explain this best for you guys who don't use- don't do IT stuff. I effectively run the website using some plugins and some- um, what would you call it? I'm trying to think of the best way of explaining this. Just call it plugins. And one of those plugins now has this app that they're developing that just sort of slots straight in and you can use it to access the website. So, I've signed up and I've I've paid a lot of money into that, hoping that that will be released in the next month or so and we can get that set up with the, the website. Because as you know, I've just shut down the academy and I am going to spend the next three months leveling up the academy, adding more features, improving the content, making it better to use, more intuitive, everything like that. So, I guess, yeah, in a nutshell, I'm working my butt off trying to improve Aussie English this year in 2021, make things better for you to use, make them more effective at leveling up your English. And it's just going to keep rolling ahead. It's going to keep rolling ahead. Trying to think what else, what else can we sort of talk about? We've got the pregnancy stuff down. We've got moving house. Working hard on my gym sort of routine and cleaning up my diet. So, I sort of bet with my dad or challenged my dad rather for New Year's, my or our New Year's resolution that we would clean up our diets and, and start eating healthy and, and try and lose weight. So, we're still going strong. I guess we're almost three weeks into the new year and I don't think any of us have fallen off the wagon. So, we haven't fallen back into our, our old ways of um, drinking too much beer, drinking or eating too much carbohydrates, you know, junk food, that sort of stuff. We're both doing well. Although, dad being a bigger bloke than me, as you guys will know if you've seen the Goss episodes, he's already lost something like five kilos. <laughs> Bastard. He's doing really well. So, hats off, dad. Good job. Hats off. Um, apart from that, yeah. Pregnancy, moving house, health-wise, um, working on that. Dad and I are working on Goss episodes. He's also helping me with redesigning the academy. So, obviously, yeah, we're working on the academy. And apart from that, guys, I don't really think there's much else going on. I think it's going to be hectic when Joanna arrives. So, that'll be- it'll be interesting to see how I'm going to be able to juggle all these things. I should mention the whiskery. Almost forgot that. So, as you'll know, I'm also working two to three days a week for half days at the Bellarine Distillery making whiskey and gin. 
Now, that is sort of, it's an, it's an interesting thing to discuss. <laughs> My wife has mixed feelings about me doing this. On the one hand, she's kind of like, you know, it's great that you're going out and you're doing something different and you're earning a little bit of extra money doing something else. Um, But on the other hand, do you have enough time to be doing this? You could be working on Aussie English. You could be at home with us. We don't probably need all of this extra money coming from the whiskery, to be honest. Um, But it is interesting when you have to balance up these different things. So, uh, trying to think of how I can really sort of break it down, why I decided to do that and what it's been like. I guess, uh, for me, a big part of wanting to work at the Ballerine Distillery was that I was obviously getting into whiskey. I was getting interested in in whiskey and how to make it and what goes into it. And as you guys know, I sort of dive deep when I get into something. When I get interested in something, I'm a very sort of passionate person, kind of burns hard and fast, um, if it were a flammable liquid, I guess. But... Yeah, I I needed to get out and about and do something different. I needed a change of scenery. That's probably a good way of explaining it, a good expression there for you guys. I needed to interact with other people. I kind of really missed that with working uh, behind a computer and at a desk and doing a lot of Aussie English. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love creating content for you guys, but it is a bit of a lonely job at times because, as you'll see if I move this around- there is no one else here. This is this is just me. It's just me sitting here doing the content 99% of the time. Well, maybe 80% of the time. Dad's here sometimes doing the Goss episodes. I do interview people, but it's not really the same, right? You don't just get to shoot the breeze, hang out and while you're working. So, it's it's been an interesting thing. On the one hand, I probably would make more money if I were just focusing my time on Aussie English, at least, you know, hour for hour in terms of trading time for money. But at the same time, working at the Whiskery and the the Bellarine Distillery, the Whiskery is the name of the restaurant there, it gives me a change of scenery. It sort of refreshes me socially and, and psychologically where I get to interact with other people. I get to step away from from family and from Aussie English and from home, I get to, you know, go out and do something else. And then after a few hours, come back into the fray. <laughs> There's another good expression for you. I come back into the fray, into the thick of things and feel rejuvenated, refreshed. I feel happy and, and sort of, yeah, refreshed and ready to go again. And this is something that I know is a bit of a luxury for me and Kel can't necessarily do this. I'm trying to encourage her to do this more, um, step away from Noah, leave Noah with me or my parents and go away and do something for her. But easier said than done. Another good expression. It's um, easy to say that, but it's not easy to do it. Easier said than done. So, yeah, we'll see how long I can keep this up for. But it is an absolutely beautiful work environment. The people there are amazing. They're incredible people. Everyone is just so nice and lovely to hang out with and talk to. Um, it's just such a fascinating job to learn about how whiskey's made, how gin's made, how things are bottled, how things are sold, everything like that. So, I really don't want to ever give up um, working there, at least in the in the short term. It's just so much fun. And so, it's, it's just, it's a good break from things. But I've got to keep my eye on the prize. 
I've got to keep focused on what I'm doing with Aussie English and keep keep leveling that up. Aside from that, I don't know, I don't know if there's much else to really talk about. I've got a few ideas. I've got a lot of things coming. Uh, there's a lot of stuff um, in the works for Aussie English guys, especially content-wise. I'm working hard on the main channel, trying to keep that focused on English lessons and Australian English and sort of keep the interviews, the goss and these sorts of podcast episodes on the Aussie English TV YouTube channel. So, as you'll notice, there's two channels now. There's just the main Aussie English TV Sorry, the main Aussie English channel and then there's the secondary Aussie English TV channel. It's kind of just dumping everything in the one place and I, I think it was a bit confusing for subscribers. I'm also working my butt off on Portuguese or at least I'm starting to, I'm trying to. So, I, you know, it's one of those I need to talk the talk and walk the walk, right? So, in other words, I need to, you know, obviously tell you what you guys should do but display that I am also putting that advice into action by doing what I tell you guys to do with studying, with working hard on your English skills. So, 2021, I am definitely trying to improve Portuguese as much as possible. And this may be an interesting um, point to start sort of talking about the intermediate plateau, you know, the intermediate plateau that people talk about. There's a bit of a it's a bit of a contentious issue where people say it does exist, people say it doesn't exist. I definitely think it does in terms of you sort of hit a certain level in your language where it suddenly feels like you're not improving very much anymore and that it's a lot harder to get to the next level. What I think is happening here from my own experience with Portuguese and with French is that you get to a certain level in your language skills, whatever the language is, where you can communicate effortlessly, but not perfectly. And so, because you can communicate and people understand you the majority of the time, and you've kind of learnt how to talk about all the most basic stuff in your life, you know, friends, family, work, home, uh, hobbies, everything like that, and you kind of do the same thing all the time, you talk about those things all the time, you get very comfortable in that sort of bubble of English or French or Portuguese, as it is in my case, and you don't venture outside of it. So, you're not pushing yourself anymore. And so, you don't continue to improve. It's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You don't improve because you don't need to, but you um, also don't improve because you're not pushing yourself and it kind of feeds on itself. So, it is interesting. I feel with my Portuguese, I am highly, highly fluent, but only at that kind of core range of things like friends, family, hobbies, life at home, because it's what I talk about, use, um, discuss every single day. So, if I want to get better, I have to keep pushing. I have to keep reading new things. I mean, and you guys will know better than anyone, no der, Pete, you know, obviously, but it's- Easier said than done. A lot of the time, you get distracted with things. You get a job working at a distillery. You have, you know, your normal job. Your wife's pregnant. You're working out. And so, sometimes you put language improvement on the back burner. You know, it becomes secondary. It's less important than other things in your life. And I think that's one of those really, really hard things you work out as an adult and that I'm constantly grappling with and having to, you know, come to terms with is trying to balance all these things. It's almost like I'm juggling 
multiple balls in the air, being a dad, Aussie English, being in a relationship with my wife, family, um, working at the distillery, Portuguese, working out, blah, 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 blah. And you have to try and work out, obviously, which of these are the most important because you can't do everything. You realize pretty quickly you've only got 24 hours in a day. But then also that if you want to get results in a number of different things, you kind of just have to make sure that you're chipping away at it slowly but surely over time that you don't necessarily have to think, I I didn't study for three hours today, so I'm not going to bother. Instead, the healthy thing is to be like, I'm going to do 20 minutes today and then tomorrow and then the day after, the same with fitness. So, I find myself in the category of people where I want to go hard, I want to do a lot, but if I can't do it, I kind of give up. And I have to, this year, try and focus on little by little by little, you know, doing a little bit every single day. I think in French, it's called um, l'esprit kaizen, which I think is actually Japanese for the kaizen spirit. And the basic idea here, I learned this from Johan from Français Authentique, Authentic French. Great podcast, guys. You know about this. This is where Aussie English came from. I got the idea from Français Authentique. He talked a lot about the kaizen spirit, which was this Japanese philosophy or idea that you do a little bit every single day and like investing money you start to get these results, but it takes a while for them to sort of come in. You just chip away a little bit by little bit. So, that is what I'm currently working on this year, trying to apply the Kaizen spirit thing to my Portuguese, to my health, to Aussie English, to my family as well, and just making sure that every single day I invest a certain amount of time into all of these things. Obviously, there's a hierarchy. Certain ones are more important than other ones. I also don't punish myself if I miss out. Um, from day to day, the basic thing, the same thing that I think you guys should apply with English is just, just keep, keep, keep on keeping on, right? Every single day, try and do something. If you miss something, it's not a big deal. Keep going the next day. But the biggest thing is just to keep moving forward. So, that is probably enough for today's sort of walking with Pete whilst Pete is sitting on his bum in his empty office full of boxes uh, episode. Hopefully, you got a lot out of it, guys. Hopefully, it's given you food for thought, right? That's an expression that means um, giving you information that you can think about, that you can consider. Hopefully, you can take these uh, ideas that I'm kind of talking about, these things that I'm doing in my life, and you can apply analogous kinds of, of things to your life. You know, think about what are you doing for your health? How are you going to improve that? What are you working on? What are you doing with your English language skills? And how are you planning this year in 2021 to take them to the next level? How are you challenging yourself? How are you going with spending enough time on you personally or on your family? So, that's probably enough. That's probably enough. Thank you for joining me, guys. I am your host, Pete. This is Aussie English and I'll see you next time and wish me luck. Hopefully, this year is going to um, turn out better than 2020 and how it's already been for us. (laughs) See you guys.